The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay. It's a 2.35 on this, the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. It's Shayla and I, Andrew Gross. Uh, still to come on the show today, Rob Roach, the Director of Insight, uh, Economics and Research at ATB Financial, will join us for another edition of The Hoot. Uh, fit after 40 yep. as well, just coming up after 3. Uh, Grant Fedorik, uh, physiotherapist, leading edge physiotherapy. Here's will be hoping in. he's talking about neck issues. Today. I see that you're struggling to turn. You're actually using your chair rather than than your neck. Did you sleep badly on it or something? Yeah, on mm. uh, I woke up Friday morning and I can't move my neck very well. It's quite painful, actually. I'm so, sorry to hear that. Yeah, not sure what's going on there. <sighs> Maybe right. it's just getting old. Yeah, maybe. Where should we start this afternoon with the half hour we have before we have guests in studio? The Fredericton uh, Mm. shooting, of course, happened on uh, Friday as the news uh, came out of Fredericton of the death of uh, two police officers and two citizens. Constable Sarah Mae Burns, Constable Mm -hmm. Rob Costello, uh, Donnie uh, Robichaud, and Bobby Lee Wright. Uh, Now someone, we knew that there was an individual in custody. He's been named now. Uh, Apparently he took uh, some gunshots to the... uh, some reports say to his uh, stomach abdomen, area, yeah. abdomen, abdom, abdomen, 48-year-old man, uh, who is known to be uh, somewhat weird, a loner, and uh, sort of hateful. So more more details will come out. Uh, the police asking people, and good luck with this, not, not to, to speculate, speculate on what uh, the cause might have been, his motivation might have been. They'll They'll conduct a thorough investigation, and we'll... We'll give you the details as it comes out. Yeah, um, Matthew Vincent Raymond will appear in court again August 27th, so we'll keep you updated on what happens on that one. More and more, when there's a story along these lines, one of the first things uh, you hear from residents in the area is, we never thought that could happen mm-hmm, here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the same as uh, our Edmonton incident with uh, outside of... Uh, um, where the Eskimos play? Commonwealth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Geez, it turns out I didn't get enough sleep over the weekend. Um, you always think, gee, that doesn't happen here. It appears as though these things happen anywhere now. And, and you know, they're they're unrelated yeah. to, for the most part. There There's not a, a sh- single cause. But what? There was a shooting in Bear's Paw neighborhood over the weekend yeah. uh, as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little eye-opening if your eyes already haven't been mm-hmm. opened. But I, I don't know how many of us are changing the way that we do things. Well, what would you change? I mean, I, I thought about that over the weekend. You know, I, I check in more, although I did already a lot, I check in more with my family when they're not at home to see how things yeah. are going. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know. Does it change anything? Do you Are your habits different? Do you feel less safe? I, I, I know around our place, I know the animals last night were being really barky and, and Willow, the, the old girl, she was she was the one starting it, which is rare. Usually it's the puppy that does it. Um, and, you know, so after a couple of times, we got up and we, we looked around, thought that was just really odd. Sometimes you know, or sometimes you just think that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. So go, and you know, the police would say it to you on Twitter. It's nine o'clock, do the circle around your house, yeah. all that sort of thing. Um, and so we've been doing that uh, more and more, making sure the man doors are all locked. And Yeah, uh, I mean, months ago, as you know, we installed a security yes. system, an alarm 
Uh, I mean, things like that, we sort of did it uh, kind of, you know, just quietly and and did it, but it, it, you know, gave us a little more peace of mind. It gave me peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't speak on behalf of the others, but I just sort of felt that, I don't know, maybe I just want to step things up a little bit around the house, which is a shame that to live in a, you know, quiet, nice neighborhood in Edmonton, you feel as though a burglar alarm is necessary. I'm old enough to remember, because it wasn't that many years ago, um, I witnessed an accident on the white mud, mm-hmm. and the police came to get my statement, and I said, oh, I have a picture as well, if you're interested. And uh, they said, sure. So I went out to my car. This is about 10 o'clock at night. Opened the door, grabbed my phone, and started going through my gallery. And the police officer was just like, I cannot believe. We just saw that. We, you don't lock your car? Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, and this was would have been four or five years ago, didn't even dawn on me to lock my car. Or, or worry that I had left my phone in my car. When... When I met my husband, um, they were living in uh, the Blue Quill neighborhood. Never locked their doors. Another nice, quiet neighborhood. Yeah. I used to live in Blue yeah. Quill. Never, never locked, never locked the doors, and I lost my mind with it. Like, oh, come on! There's like you know three boys here. There's two dogs. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on! You have to be locking this. Yeah. And now I'm on. I'm on the other end. Like I, I go back and double check, <laughs> except for the pad, except for the yeah, patio in Puerto Vallarta. Unless I'm on vacation. <laughs> That I just leave my ground floor yeah, hotel room wide open. Sure. Open, but the little link was there. But still, it's 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 uh, you know one of those things in that neighborhood as well. I know um, uh, friends of my mom in laws. They had some weird stuff starting just to show up on their lawn, like in in a couple of day, a couple of it was a couple of days in a row, like a. Uh, a T-shirt hung on their clothesline, which wasn't oh. theirs, or really? um, a pair of shorts that was left on a on a block in front of their house. Just just some really odd stuff, and it stopped. But that sort of thing would freak me out. Uh, I, I'd be calling the police on that. Well, one. this would freak you out then. Um, this is an oddity, but as you know, and it was over Christmas, and it was a Christmas present more so than me deciding one day that we needed this. So as a Christmas present, I get this doorbell camera, mm-hmm. right? And I install it, and then I liked it so much uh, that I installed uh, a camera at the back of the house too. And you know, we already had the burglar alarm at that point, so I felt very secure. And I mentioned at the time that you'd be surprised how much activity mm-hmm. goes on in in the back of your house, in front of your house, that you're not aware of because it's for the most part pretty innocent, but. We've caught on camera a couple of oddities, like, uh, you know, a guy who went to sell us something, I'm guessing, uh, you know, rings the doorbell, there's no answer because nobody's home, right? Um, Sits down on our deck and just starts going through some paperwork and he's on his phone. I mean, he's just enjoying our front porch. And, And again, I don't know that that's criminal. I mean, you could maybe say it was trespassing. I don't know. But it's just really weird. He literally sits there for the better part of, I'd say, 20 minutes. Just has a smoke. There's actually an ashtray hidden out there under the chair. He finds it, pulls it out, has a smoke. It it was just, wow, man. What are you doing? But, I mean, you know, I don't, like I said, it's not criminal. It's just weird. Like, I don't know that hanging a, a shirt on somebody else's clothesline is criminal it could be again trespassing but it's, it's just, just weird. weird it was kind yeah. of creepy that's what i found these yeah. things that were happening at uh, at their house just just odd but you know remember i told you not too long ago that out in our neighborhood our neighbors way down around the bend they had their house broken into and just 
trashed mm. by a guy and a gal who were going door to door door to door uh, they were driving a white vehicle they were going a white truck actually going door to door and if you answered the door they would just say hey i'm looking for directions that sort right, of stuff yeah and then when no one answered the door they would look around break into the place and and just and again this place was destroyed apparently hmm. but that was their mo is going in saying who's there who's yeah. not and uh interesting mm -hmm. you know i've had uh somebody and they're probably legitimate come by my house recently uh, twice now, different people, same company, saying that they uh, are installing a security, or they would be prepared okay. to install a security system, but they seem to be picking the houses that already have signs that say there's a security system. So they come and they offer, and, they, and it could be legit, they come and they offer, you know, hey, we'll replace the security system you have with this one, and you say, no, I'm happy with my provider or whatever, my security system. And they go, well, what all do you have? Like, they want to so know. So they want to know, maybe want you to show them. Right, which I'm like, you know, I'm Get not telling you doorstep. what I have. Yeah. Hey, Jed. Hey, how are you? Good, what's on your mind? My next door neighbor, oh, welcome back, Jed. Oh, thank you, my friend. Uh, my next door neighbor in Delta, BC, the poor old lady did all of her cooking for Christmas. And they had a hot tub underneath like an attachment to their house with a, a roof on it and everything enclosed. And so all of a sudden the stuff at Christmas time disappears. So Dawn, her husband, decides to look on their video camera around the house. Mm -hmm. And this guy had literally emptied the beer and all the goodies in the fridge oh. and sat in their hot tub for two days while they were gone. Wow. And had a feast. Well, that's nothing compared to the guy having a smoke on my front yeah, porch. Really? It's just a weird thing to do. Yeah, but you don't feel comfortable. Oh, Andrew, and uh, uh, we should get uh, congratulations from Jay Lynn. Oh. Now that the city council sat down and decided what we talked about on Friday, right? Yeah, no kidding. It's like they listened to the show. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly your suggestions, so good on you. Hey, buddy, I'm gonna, I should run for... Premier. Oh, jeepers. There we go. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, nice Jed. Take, Take it easy. Yeah. Uh, some of your texts coming in, you know, when we ask about the things, you know, are things changing for you in the way you do things? Uh, this one says, I lock my car door working in Edmonton, but I don't even own a front door key for my house in Camrose. I hear that a lot from mm -hmm. friends of mine. I've got relatives in Camrose. They tell me the same thing. I always have an escape plan when I'm in a crowded place now. I think about that as well, don't you? That is that is something always, especially in an airport, doesn't matter yep. where I am, I always kind of look to see what's going on and Coach kind of laughs at me a little bit of it, but I'm like, you be following me. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because you need to know and just be, just yep. be aware of things. Um, this one says, other than a being a little more aware, I refuse to let such clowns mess with my day. And this one from Halex, I have that keyless entry start for my truck. I hate having keys in my pocket. And that was a nice thing about having to put the keys in the dash. They were always just there. So often now, I forget my keys in my center console because I put them there because I hate them in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah, you just throw them in there somewhere. It's like, oh. Do you know, and I don't recommend this, but the other argument is this. The last time my car was broken into, which has been a few years now, um, my car was left unlocked. But every other car had the window smashed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, part of me thinks that, I know it's a crime of opportunity that the car door was unlocked, but had I left nothing in the car whatsoever, mm -hmm. um, they'd have gotten nothing, except possibly the car. Um, but it, my neighbors who left things in the back seat or in the, in the hatch, 
they had their windows smashed. So all I had to do was replace some cigarette packs and, and some change. And that's it. Yeah. My girlfriend in Vancouver, I can remember pulling into her underground uh, parking at her condo, and she's yeah, roll down the windows. And I'm like, what do you mean roll down the windows? We're getting out of the car. She says, no, roll down the windows. Really? People like to break in here. And she says, I would rather have them look in my car and see that there's absolutely nothing in there than smash, smash wow. my car windows. And you looked around, and a lot of folks were doing that. Really? Yeah, just didn't want to didn't want to deal with the hassle of having the broken windows. Interesting. Well, now my uh, doorbell camera focuses. It, it includes. I shouldn't say it focuses. It includes my car right out front of my house and my daughter's car. So we can see people going near our car. We've actually seen that as well. We've seen that slow walk by the car as they look in the mm. windows and then just keep going. So you know, it's out there still. you talk about uh, things these days that get posted on social media or not posted on social media, and we're talking like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, whatever app that you're using out there, um, I, I hope um, for your sake that there's always a little little something on your shoulder that says, maybe I should, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't. Just that there's that, uh, you know, sober second thought there. Because more and more uh, studies are showing that, yes, especially if you're looking for a job, that what is on your social media accounts can have a big impact on whether or not you'll even get the job. It's interesting because we all know this, right? And we know that uh, personnel managers uh, do check your social mm-hmm. media feed. And we've known that for years, right? But sometimes you hear news and you don't realize that it could be you we're talking about. And, and it's funny because this story uh, on CareerBuilder website, uh, I found this morning and it jumped at me because I've got an individual who's in my circle, we'll say of friends and or family, who has had difficulty um, finding a job. And now they have a, they have a job now, a serving job, but it's not what they want to be doing. However, um, they're constantly posting very racist things. And it, it was, I, you know, I, I sort of put the two thoughts together this morning when I saw this article and thought, oh. Wonder if. Wonder if that's what's affecting their ability to get a yeah. job. Because these days, especially in the service industry, whether it be a sales position or a server at a restaurant or a bar, nobody wants their bar or restaurant to be the next viral video. One of these stories where there's some racist rant happening at 2 o'clock in the morning between you know a customer and a staff member or anything like that. But this article from CareerBuilder said that 34% of, customer, or 34% of companies have either fired or disciplined an employee over mm-hmm. something they posted on social media. That's one-third of all the companies uh, that were uh, part of this survey. 70% of human resource managers said checking people's social media is part of their hiring process, and 57% have rejected someone because of what they found. And here's another, before I tell you the top, before we tell you the top uh, items that uh, they look for, here's something else. If you're applying for a job, and we've said this, you know, go through your social media, get rid of, you know, whatever. But they're saying that can be a problem, too, that if they go and find that there's no social media pros, uh, presence, they're going to assume. It's sort of like having a lack of credit. They're going to assume that there was a problem there and that you, and that you got rid of it all. And in some cases, you need to have a social media presence as well. And if you are not doing some sort of social media 
daily, hourly, in some places, cases, you're not going to be a person right. for the job. It could absolutely be a component of yeah. the job. So they want to see how you handle social media. Um, so it turns out all those pictures of your food and your cat could mm. be actually a really good thing. <laughs> um, but here are the five uh, items that they uh, look for, uh, that the, uh, the the top five things they that can ruin your chances of landing a job. At number five, something that shows you lied about your qualifications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, number four, something besides drugs that suggests criminal behavior. Mm. See, that's funny, right? Like picture the guy at your resort you know, posting about the, oh, my goodness, I... Yeah, gave those guys quite the yeah, scare last got, night when I, I got, broke into their... Right, I dropped some whatever, and I got drunk, and a, you know, big guy came to the door, and yeah. he thinks it's funny, and it's isolated, and it happened in Mexico, but if there's somebody who's, for example, hiring a salesperson, and they think, well, wait a second, if I give this guy a job and an expense account, how's he going to conduct yep. himself around yeah. my customers, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and that could be also, really, if I give her a job, and we have a function where we need to be a couple, that guy's a loose cannon. Mm -hmm. I I can totally see it. At number three, bigoted comments about race, gender, or religion. And again, the company, the the person hiring might agree with you. They they might be of that same frame of mind. They can't afford to hire you though. They, They can't afford to have you represent their company. At number two, posts about drinking or using drugs. Hmm, you're not supposed to post about drinking? And and number one, inappropriate photos. 40% have ruled out somebody because of a photo they just felt was inappropriate. Provocative or inappropriate Mm -hmm. photos, videos, or information. These days, I don't know know how many times, you know... These days, that's what they're doing. They're crawling over your all your. Lock it down, folks. Yeah, and Instagram has is becoming far more popular. And I think sometimes people feel like, yeah, okay, my Facebook's taken care of, my, um, you know, my uh, Twitter's taken care of. It's pretty wide open. It's really wide open, and you can be tagged, remember, in somebody else's social media. So you want to keep an eye on what people are posting about you as well. A couple other ones that jumped out at me. Um, job candidate to badmouth their previous company or fellow employee online on their social media account. Uh, their, scream na- their screen name was unprofessional. Mm. And they shared confidential information from previous employers. And then in some cases, you posted too frequently. Oh, I can see that as well. But you know, you know what? Because that could be a big waste of the company's time. That's right. If you're somebody who's online every 10 minutes. <laughs> that's interesting. Keep it, keep it in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and again, go back to your Facebook page and, uh, and, and lock it down. I did a session, and we've both done this. I did a session with um, you know, members of my squadron just before they deployed to Africa saying, okay, you know what? You need to go in, make sure everything is taken care of, everything is locked down, you know, maybe change up the names a little bit. You don't have to go by Jalen Nye or Andrew Gross. No. You can, you know, play with it a little bit. Yep. But I said, you know, if something bad happens, if something bad happens, that is the first place people are going to go Absolutely. to look for information, to look for a picture. And it's I'm the first you place that, we go. I'm telling you that as someone who's yep. been in the, in the journalism business for 29 years. It is literally, honestly folks, like reading somebody's diary. Yep. It is amazing where you might not care otherwise they probably probably don't have a lot of followers 
So it hasn't been a problem up until now. But the second you are under the spotlight for any reason whatsoever, Boom. You, you go right to that Facebook page. And it is amazing what people post. I mean, think about just look at your own Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, Instagram, and say to yourself, uh, if I was running for prime minister, is there anything on here that might not be <laughs> suitable? And then take that stuff off. A quick break here for the 3 o'clock news with Eileen Bell on the other side. Fit after 40 with our friend Grant Fedorak. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.